the Go Legal Yourself podcast. This show is about knowing the legal life cycle of your business. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast, episode 14, title, Three Common Mistakes Made by Business Owners. I'm your host, attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law. You can interact with us on social media at Go Legal Yourself. And please do find us on the web at golegalyourself.com. Today, we are going to talk about a very upsetting topic. And making mistakes is usually very, very upsetting to business owners because they put their heart and soul into creating a business. And when certain mistakes are made, it can be devastating. And I have Mo in the studio with me today because... I couldn't talk about mistakes without talking to Moo. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. I'm very good at this. Hot topic for me. Extremely. I think Moo has made every mistake under the <laughs> under the sky. And proud of it. Exactly. And I'm that, sure there's a couple I haven't. But. And that makes her the best Moo in the world. <laughs> By the way, there have been comments that people don't know what a Moo is. Well... I have discussed what a moo is in episode one. So I strongly recommend you go back to episode one and find out what a moo is. <laughs> and yes, my moo does have a name, but you have to go back to episode one <laughs> to find out. Or better still, you can always go to Go Legal Yourself and find her under team. What do you think, Moo? Should we share with them what Moo stands for? I think they should just go on and see that there's a giant cow <laughs> <laughs> under under Moo, under team, and be like, wow, there's a talking cow. She's amazing. Exactly. That's right. Well, as far as they are concerned, I am talking to a big giant <laughs> talking right. cow, right? <laughs> That's right. Thank you very much. I love cows. Oh, don't you? I sure do. That commercial, the Flabberjagger commercial, what? where the cow is singing in the shower. Oh my God, I <laughs> love that commercial. <laughs> As we digress. Yes. Yes, but we're trying to make light of this topic because again, making mistakes can be very, very dangerous. Well, financially. Extremely. The, the, these particular topics that you're about to touch on, it can be financial. Exactly. The And it's really important to bring up mistakes that business owners have made in the past so you don't make them and you can avoid how to make them. And you'll see the red flags going up if you are going down that road. So again, it, it is important to, to talk about the mistakes as well as the successes as well. And we're going to keep it really short. And we're just going to touch upon the three most common mistakes made by business owners. Well, the very first one is how to choose the right business structure. Again, big, massive caveat, please do seek advice from a business attorney and your tax professional before you go into incorporating any of the incorporations that are out there. But I do want to talk about the top three that are quite popular. So when I mean, what what I mean by choosing the right business structure, that is when you are going to incorporate your business. You uh, and let me ask you a quick question. Yes. Why is that important for business owners to do? The number one thing that business owners will encounter at some point during their life of the business is a lawsuit, mm. especially in, in the wonderful world of California. <laughs> it is a very sue-happy state. It is. And anyone will sue you because they can. 
For anything. For anything. Yeah. And it's you, the business owner, that has to defend that suit. And the best way to defend that suit is to make sure that you prepare for a lawsuit. Right. Now, if you are in business and you get sued and you're not incorporated, you can lose everything. So everything is attached. So everything's up for grabs. So if everything, I have a shop, I'm not incorporated. Someone walks in, slips, twists their ankle. And of course, it turns into like, oh, and I've got head trauma and blah, blah, blah. And then the PTSD and all that um, comes back to you in their lawsuit so they can just expand. And then they realize, oh, we can go and get it. Attach their house, their cars, their kids, uh, college funds, all of that's accessible. All of that's fair game. And don't forget the knickers. Oh, of course. Well, <laughs> the business owner can actually lose their knickers if they're not incorporated. Okay. So you want to, if you're going to go into business, going into business for yourself is risky, period. That's, Absolutely. It's, it's extremely risky. And when you are dealing with risk, you want to make sure that you limit that risk. You want to mitigate that risk. And that's on you. I would never, ever go into business without being incorporated. I'm not just saying that because I am a business attorney. I do this for a living. But I have seen so many clients that have lost everything move. And it's very, very, very heartbreaking. And you're absolutely right. They lose their homes. They lose their bank accounts. They lose any future earnings. That bloody sucks. Yeah. Future earnings. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. But yeah. And and most of all, yes, they do. They they lose the knickers. They do. So so I know you can go online and you can kind of look and see. You know, you can see the different um, sole proprietors and LLCs and all the different uh, ways to incorporate. How how is it different than you know going online and then talking to an attorney? Is it because of the different questions that may the attorney may pose to you? Every business is different, every business, and it's case by case. And when a client comes to me and they say they want to incorporate, I look at the big picture. I look at where they want to go. I look at whether they want to hire employees. I I look at whether they're going to use independent contractors. I look at the product or the service that they're selling. I look at whether they want to expand, whether they want to bring in investment money, whether they want to scale the business. There's so many things to take into consideration before you recommend a business structure to them. That is something that you cannot get online. Yeah. No one's going to sit there and walk you through it. They will tell you that an LLC, which is also called a limited liability company, will protect your assets. A corporation will protect your assets. But which one is actually right for you? Will it save? So depending on what how you incorporate will save you money because I, I do remember a friend of mine, very wealthy friend of mine, who lost a lot of money because he was incorporated the wrong way because he actually had real estate and he was supposed to have incorporated a different way and he didn't know that because he went online. He's a really go. smart guy, but he didn't seek out the advice of an attorney and it turned out by having real estate somehow, which I still don't understand, uh, made all the difference in the world and it could have saved himself tens of thousands of dollars in taxes especially with the new tax law especially with the new tax law it's brilliant that the tax rate for corporations is lowered to what is it 21 21 percent 21 as opposed to 35 percent huge it's huge that's more money in your pocket but as a business owner you don't know that and you incorporate as an llc you don't get to benefit 
from that, you're still going to pay 35%. Okay. So that's the huge difference as to actually seeking professional counsel from a business attorney and your tax professional as opposed to going online. So for me, because what what I'm hearing is that, so the attorney is probably going to be asking you certain questions that you don't even realize are going to be pertinent to the decision you make ultimately down the road. Exactly. Okay. That makes exactly. total sense, yeah. I would want that advice. Yes, yes. And, and again, you really get what you pay for. Yeah. If you can, you can jump online and you can incorporate yourself for two ninety nine or three ninety nine, and then a couple of years down the road, you have no idea how to, how to look after that business. You don't know that you have to do corporate compliance. Right. You don't know that you have to pay certain state fees and filing fees. And why? Because you incorporated online. And online isn't an attorney. They cannot give you legal advice. Now, if you went to your attorney to incorporate, your attorney would tell you all of the risks and and rewards that are involved and what you need to do periodically, where you need to file, how you need to file. So that $3.99 that you just spent to incorporate yourself, you're going to lose a lot more than $3.99. Just put your house up for sale immediately. (laughs) Right, right. Because that's what it's going to cost. Right. Now, usually when a person starts to think about a business and they want to open a business, they're always thinking about being a sole proprietor. A sole proprietor is someone that wakes up one day and says, okay, well, I'm going to go open a window washing company. And they go out and start washing windows for um, malls, for your local stores, and Now, every penny that comes into them, that's considered regular income. Regular income is taxed at 35 plus percent. Wow. So you don't get to, you can deduct some business expenses, yes, but ultimately any income that you make, you as a sole proprietor, everything is going to be taxed, everything. Plus, this is where if if someone slips because you spilt some water outside of someone's storefront, they're going to come after you. And that's when you get to lose everything. (laughs) Get to. You get, exactly, (laughs) exactly. So in order for you to avoid losing everything, there are two popular types of business structures. One is, yes, the LLC. And the other one is a corporation. Now, the corporations are split into two. There's an S corporation and a C corporation. And I believe back in episode three, Moo, I spoke about setting up an entity. And in fact, you can get a lot more information, in-depth information from my book. My book is called Go Legal Yourself. And the very first chapter is on how to select the right entity for your business. That would be extremely beneficial. So you can go directly to Go Legal Yourself to find that book or go to Amazon. But knowing exactly what type of structure you need to set up for can be, again, the difference between becoming successful or actually losing everything, including losing a lot of money. So initially, LLCs used to be set up for holding real estate. Some people like to do business through them. But again, you know, I'm not going to get into technicalities because it's more of a longer conversation. You really need to know which type of entity is going to be right for you. So the biggest mistake is not incorporating the right entity for your business. 
Things to consider when you are incorporating is the cost factor and the additional work. But that's where the attorney can really explain to you what is involved. Right. There's so many times that clients have come to me, Moo, and they've incorporated online. And then they say to me, well, we've got a letter from the state. They want, you know, $1,500 because I didn't pay the $800. And now there's all these fees and fines and taxes. Well, didn't your online company tell you that? <laughs> no, they can't, right? They, they, they can't. So do yourselves a favor. Go see a business attorney and get the right structure in place before you go out and start doing business. Well, and I have to say, I, in it's sort of like getting a good CPA as well. It's like uh, it's like doing your taxes yourself or things you didn't know uh, that you could get all these different tax breaks through somebody else who's like has the bigger picture, can see all the different things that you've got, and then be like, oh, you could write this off. Did you not know? No, of course I didn't know. Why would I know? Exactly. That's the same thing I feel like, you know, incorporating. And I think a lot of people think it's really simple. And it can be, but if you don't know that there's a better way to incorporate because you'll save tons of money down the road or certain factors that uh, apply to if you're a certain corporation that you have to have minutes and you have to prove and you have to show all these things. There's all these different steps that you may not be aware of and then you will get the IRS or somebody, you know, sneaking up your backyard and going, hey, hi, here's your, there goes your business. Exactly. There's all those fees. And they won't sneak up immediately because Everybody knows the government is about a couple of years behind. So as soon as you start making money, guess who's coming knocking at your door? (laughs) And then those fees have already like, oh, you're late fees. Didn't we get you? No, you didn't get that notice. Of course you did. Yeah. Exactly. Take on the IRS. Exactly. Mm. So the second most common mistake made by business owners is not protecting their goods and services. So doing business without a written agreement is just bad business. It's just bad business. If you are in the consulting world, you're providing a service. When you provide a service, you have to let the client know exactly what you're doing for them, when you're going to do that for them, when you're going to deliver, and how much you're going to charge for that. Now, usually, and correct me if I'm wrong, Moo, but people provide services so they can actually get paid, right? Have you ever heard of somebody providing a service for free? Uh, not intentionally. (laughs) (laughs) Can you pay your bills with free? Uh, I personally cannot. Yeah, me neither. So there's one reason why people go into business and it is to make money and it is to pay your bills and then obviously save some um, leftover money and build your business with that too. But the only way that you can provide this service is to make sure that you have a solid written contract. And we'll be talking about what should be in your contract a bit later on in one of the podcasts, upcoming podcasts. And it's extremely important for business owners to know and realize exactly what should be in their contract. But that is one of the biggest mistakes that they don't have a written contract. And if you don't have a written contract, guess who gets to decide? The law. Oh, yeah. I was just going to ask you about verbal contracts. So let's say you have a verbal contract. Yeah, you can go clean my windows, blah, blah, blah. I'll pay you $30 or whatever. Hopefully, it's, hopefully you're making more than that. Exactly. And uh, and then, and so after that, if you don't get paid, you have to go to the small claims court or something and then have to go through, really? Verbal contracts, it, it really, they can be very tricky. So if uh, somebody says, 
okay, I'll pay you $30 to clean my windows. And you actually go out and you buy the supplies to clean the windows and you buy the ladder and, and everything else that costs you more than $30. And you do half of the house and all of a sudden they say to you, oh, I didn't want you to clean my windows. Well, there's a case there that you've already taken action based on the verbal that you've, you've gone out and spent money, but it's harder to prove. Yeah. So do yourself a favor and put it in writing. Yeah. Put everything in writing. Protect yourself. Exactly. Protect your knickers. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely protect those knickers. <laughs> and then the third common mistake made by business owners is not protecting their business relationships. It's important that you have a clear understanding with your team and also your vendors. So your team, it can be people that you hire to do work for you. So for example, I don't create websites, Mo, and I know you don't either. No. I'm sure you could sit there and do research and actually create one, <laughs> but we don't have time for that. No, it take forever. Exactly. So I think we'd rather go out and hire someone Absolutely. to create a website yeah. for us. Same thing with a logo. I'm not that artistic. I, I I, I can't draw. You know, I remember in high school, <laughs> in, in drawing class, I think I came in, I don't know, like really, really low. I think I got a D for, for drawing. It was wow. that bad. Yes. It's so I don't... Usually subjective. So that's really bad. <laughs> that's like, like an M bird. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I was really bad in drawing. But... That's when you hire someone. And especially when it comes to a logo, you want to make sure that you have that in writing because you're hiring someone to do something for you. And you want to be the owner of that, not the person that's creating it. If you don't have that in writing, that person that's just created your logo can sell that logo to a hundred other people. Yeah, that's, I see, I did <laughs> not know that. And I was stunned when I heard that. Oh, yeah. I really, I didn't, would never dawn on me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. You just automatically would think like, oh, yeah, you made that logo for me. So that's mine. No, not without a contract. It's not exactly. So they can just so if your logo becomes huge. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, I own that. Oh, yeah. They they can start selling it to other people. That would be very rude. It it would be devastating. (laughs) Could you imagine? I mean, look at these massive logos, right? Mercedes, Mm. Nike, Mm. Apple, Adidas. Adidas, yeah. Coke, so everybody. So make sure, make sure that you definitely have a contract with the person that's doing services for you. And then the other business relationship that you really want to nurture too is your vendors. So sometimes these are people that you do buy your goods and supplies from. And you want to make sure that you're getting exactly what you asked for. And if there's something wrong with those supplies, that there is a mechanism in the contract where you can return stuff for free or not get charged for damaged goods. Usually the way it works is if somebody, a vendor ships some products to you, that's on you. But if you have a contract that says they, if any of these products or or products are damaged, then they get to resupply those to you and it should be for free. Okay. So now I've had a question about that. So um, a, a business card company, they send you your business cards and they're all messed up. Were you supposed to have a contract with them? Are they providing that contract? Are you providing that contract? 
Well, shouldn't they provide the contract? For something like that, and they usually do. So if you read the fine print. (laughs) And and we always do. Everyone does. I know they do. Every single time. I know my my husband read the fine print in our marriage agreement. Uh, Did he? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. But the the fine print, when when you purchase something, say from Vistaprint, right? Right. So Vistaprint is a great uh, example here. They usually have some terms that say if the product hasn't been received or it's damaged or it's a different color or anything like that, that they will uh, refund your money or they will provide you with exactly what you had asked for. Right. Yes. And I love them. big, big companies like that, is usually on them because they can sustain the expense. They right. can actually, they have enough money to say, okay, well, we're going to replace that for you for free. Right. Sorry, it's on us. But if and you that's have, good business, by the way. That's fantastic business. But if you have a local printer, yeah, you better have a contract with that local printer. So it's okay. a mom and pop shop. Right? right. And they do printing. And all of a sudden, they've guaranteed you a certain amount of price because you do all of your printing there for the next year. Okay. And then all of a sudden, say, you know, a family member takes over and all, and that price now has shot up. Well, you don't have a recourse because you didn't get that in writing. Right, right, right. So make sure that you do have contracts with your team members and your vendors as well. And as always, we are very delighted to hear from you. Please do leave us comments. You can go directly to golegalyourself.com, go to the contact page, leave us comment, comments, suggestions, ask me questions. Moo, ask me questions. Ask Tell questions. them to ask me questions. <laughs> Please ask the questions. I will be more than happy to answer those questions on Absolutely. our podcast. And remember, the only way you become successful is to make today the day you go legal yourself. I am attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law, and it has been a pleasure being your host. Until next time, cheers to your success.